What a blessing to be with you all today for another episode of Kingdom Concepts. You are in for a great treat. The next couple of episodes, I have some amazing individuals in the studio with me today. I have my oldest daughter, Alea Bolger Terones. Hello. And then I have my daughter who just returned from doing missions work over in Australia. This is Madeline. Hi. And, uh, you know, as you can tell, their beauty comes from their mother. <laughs> uh, but they got my brains, amen? Um, all kidding aside. <laughs> we, You're going to uh, get in trouble. <laughs> we've been looking forward to uh, being able to sit down and just to kind of open up our lives as a, as a ministry family and uh, just as Christians, and we want to take some time uh, to be discussing, you know, what it is to be raised in a godly home, you know, what, what the normal should be, you know, when you're a believer, and, and, you know, our desire is to help you as parents, to help you as, you know, if you're children, whether you're in the home or out of the home, or maybe you're thinking about starting a family, or maybe you're the only believer in your family, God will work with where you are at, and it's so important, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, who we are in the Lord. Yeah. And it's vital that uh, the home environment that you create, man, it really does a lot. Because I think a lot of times people put so much emphasis on what the church can mm. do for them. That's but it's true. really what you do yeah. with what you've brought home from the church mm -hmm. and, and how you apply it to the family unit and to the family life that, that really says a lot about what life will be. Yeah. For every member of that family. I mean, when it comes to, you know, you thinking about uh, what's been normal for you growing up, I'm going to give you guys just a moment and, uh, you know, this is going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> I know for me, normal growing up was, you know, I grew up in a home where uh, my father had left us when I was five years old. So I was, uh, you know, uh, put in a place where my mother raised three boys. Um, we didn't have a lot of income. You know, I always joke around and say it was beans and rice and Jesus Christ. Um, but I remember my mother always made us go to church. Mm. You know, she always made sure that uh, that God was, you know, a part of our lives. And I didn't really understand a lot about the Lord. And she did the best that she could. Um, but I know that uh, as life went on, there were times where, you know, I, I wasn't with God. Mm -hmm. But what I learned in that home came back to help me when I did find him or when he found me. Amen. And so today, um, you know, I want you guys to share what comes to your minds when it comes to growing up in, in our home. I mean, what was what was normal for you? Because you were you were already born for like two years before we got saved. I mean, you're the only one that, you know, had hints of what it was without God. But I you were, but you were so smart though that you remember so much. So, but uh, share a little bit of Leia about you know about growing up and what was normal. <laughs> What's normal? <laughs> um, I think one of the it just reminds me as you were talking about that scripture that says don't conform to the behaviors and the customs of the world. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times Christians have their normal is too much like the world. Mm -hmm. And so you've always taught us that our normal, I mean, it was evident our normal was set apart. Yeah. Um, goodness, I remember just <laughs> things like being sick was not normal. Like yeah. How, yeah. how it happened at other homes. Like we didn't get to just be sick and lay on the couch and you closed us up, you know, whatever, rest. It was like 
music was on, confessions, laying yeah. on of hands, you know, and that type of oil. thing. Oil. Yeah, oil. Anoint you with oil. You know, and if Vicks. it got really bad, we communioned, you know, <laughs> like it was like that was normal and things like um you know i just remember even having you know my best friend spend the night and you know she is saved and everything her family brought her up but i remember mom coming waking us up and saying you guys need to come downstairs and we'd go downstairs and you're there praying in the living room you know just speaking in tongues and there was an environment there yeah. and we knew all right, we're entering. It's like three in the morning, but it was like that was normal. God's yeah. presence was practiced at home. Mm -hmm. And that's that I think is one of the big things, even having kids of my own and they go to a Christian school. I've realized their normal mm -hmm. is even different than some people who go to church. Like, yeah. and it's like you have a I really think that you set us up to know that it was valuable, that God was um, essential. It wasn't just, oh, we go to church and we're Christian. And, you know, it was like, no, this is our life. So it was easy when we went to church to to worship him. It was mm -hmm. easy to have that come out of us because we had been doing that all week with mm -hmm. you guys. And, you know, goodness, how many times do we get packed up and taken yeah. to a conference? Yeah. And we were active participators. Yeah. We weren't in the background. I mean, sometimes, yeah, you guys would go on a mission trip without us, but it was life, and I think that's what always stands out to me as our normal versus other, how other Christians got to have normal. You know, I don't know yeah. if that makes sense, yeah. but I'd be like, how come they are okay with that or their family gets to stay home? Yeah. But here we are early, you know, even yeah. not yeah. to, you know, and I think that that to me, I'm like, yeah, your normal was a lot different than our normal, yeah. you know, but the benefits mm -hmm. of it, I mean, I, they're evident, I think. Yeah. 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 What, what about you, Madeline? What, what? What kind of what, what comes forward in your mind as we talk about what was normal, uh, normal. for growing, growing up in a godly home? I don't know. Like uh, I was just talking to mom about it like last week or was it this week, and I remember we were just talking about how um, how you would treat certain situations so yeah. differently than other people. Like if you saw that like that maybe one of us like there was like tension like between usually it's me and Joshy. I'm just gonna be honest. It's always me and Joshy. We're really close in age. But um like if you ever saw that we are having issues or anything, you didn't um you didn't just be like, oh that's just how kids act or they'll grow out of it. No, we had family meetings. Oh. And so and I can remember just being so young and I remember you would sit us all three of us, even if Alea was perfect or if I was perfect, mm -hmm. you know. That didn't happen often. But, um, but I remember I was we, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you remember that we would be sitting in the living room and you would be talking to us and you would tell us that, you know, that God, um, he anointed us to be in the family that we're in, that we wouldn't be brother and sister if God did not want us to and God did not equip wow. us to. When any of us messed up, it was always something that, okay, you messed up, but let's learn from it. Let's mm -hmm. not just do it again kind yeah. of thing. And I always loved that. Like I told mom, I told her, I was like, I remember if we were grounded, because it was me and Joshy. I said, I was like, if we were ever grounded, it would be, I goes less than Joshy. Joshy took longer. He's also not in the studio today yeah, to defend himself. Yeah, yeah, that's all awesome. He's a man, and we still call him Joshy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Josh. Forever Joshy. Joshua the second. Mary but, um, Joshy. Yeah, but I remember if we ever got grounded, it was, you know, no TV. It was like, it was only when you had like the three channels. So like, no Dora the Explorer. 
or none of that. And but we were allowed to watch Veggie Tales and we were allowed to watch Covenant Riders. Yeah, and Covenant so, Riders. So I knew everything. Or the Super Kids movies. Yes, or the Super Kids movies. So I knew like everything about Wichita Slim. So even then, even if we were in trouble, you still made sure we had word yeah. inside of us mm. to where we didn't not go to church. We still went to children's church, or you would bring us out of children's church to um, like if there was a huge move in the spirit at mm. our church and the people were just falling out. I remember being taken out of class just to be a part of that and falling out in the spirit at like I probably when I was in kindergarten yeah. and I'm really thankful for those because that is the foundation that we grew up on yeah. Yeah. so it's normal and yeah. you, you did something too you guys on Sundays it was um that was God's day like so before we went to church or anything like we when we were too little to read we had to watch only Christian television, yeah. like, yeah. Um, you know, something that was going to be edifying before church. And I remember, yeah. like, not liking it because there wasn't anything yeah. age appropriate for me at that time. Yeah. But it was also, like, something I make my kids do. And we we do that now. It was, yeah. like, those things, we do those things now. And mm -hmm. there's just so many things, like, I'm like, that wasn't, not everybody mm -hmm. did that. Yeah. But as I've grown and when I meet certain people that I admire and that mm -hmm. are very strong in the Lord, um, they have those same type of testimonies. Yes. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, so maybe somebody else didn't do that. But yeah. the ones who are, their parents are still involved in ministry. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. still doing ministry. Yeah. Their kids are doing ministry. Like who have that, something that I aspire, I want to be yeah. like that. Um, they, they did what you guys did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and you, you have to have, you have life patterns. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone has life patterns. You have godly life patterns and you have ungodly life patterns. Yeah. And what God taught me early in my walk with him is that um, you can't get free from what you normalize. Yeah, that's If, if you think it's normal for people to always be fighting in your house, or if you think it's normal to always be yelling at each other, or if yeah. you think it's normal to be running through the house throwing pots and pans <laughs> at each other, uh, <laughs> you know, you're not going to see a problem with it. You're, you're, no. And you can't get free from it. Yeah. And I know for your mother and I, when we got saved, man, we got so hooked on Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, he set us free from so much filth, so much sin. And I mean, and it was at a place to where the dynamics for us were a little bit different because your, your mother, you know, she just woke up one day and got saved and you know, started taking you to church and left me at home in the cave and in, uh, <laughs> in my sin in the grave. And I remember at that time, it was the most loneliest place in my life. Mm. And uh, man, I hated everybody. I hated myself. And and I remember, you know, the devil, it was it was the lowest place for me. Mm. And I'd been in some low places, but it was at a place where, man, I wanted to kill myself. Mm. I mean, that's how low it was, was the devil trying to convince me to commit suicide. And so when I turned to God, I, I turned to him with everything because I was desperate. And, um, and I remember immediately, you know, on that day, just my life being transformed forever. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the scripture that comes to my mind, I was sharing this with you guys earlier. I think, Madeline, you have it over yeah. in 1 Corinthians yeah. um, chapter 16, verse 15. Man, get your Bible and, and write this scripture down. But, uh, but why don't you read this? Because this scripture just kind of defined to me yeah. kind of what took over our home. All right, so 1 Corinthians 15 16? 16, 15. Yes. All right. I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. 
They've addicted themselves to the ministry. And what's that. awesome is notice it says that they were the first fruit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says that the first fruit's holy, the whole lump is holy. It's like having a godly home, having having an atmosphere to where you're growing up in what should be a normal life yeah. as a believer. Like this is what's common to a Christian. You know, the absence of sickness, you know, supernatural provision, yeah. peace in the midst of storms, victory over everything, yeah. you know, um, that's what should be normal. Mm -hmm. And uh, not everybody's raised in that. I wasn't yeah. raised in that. I mean, we went to church, but man, I didn't, you know, I, I remember the first time I got baptized, it just meant I got to go swimming. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what anything dip. meant. <laughs> yeah, you got to go dip. And so there's always somebody <clears throat> that has to be the first. Yeah. That has to set a standard and they can change the dynamics and the future of not only their life, but the generations of those that come after. Mm. And I know for me, one of the things that benefited us is that, man, I had a mother that got turned on to God. Yeah. And when she got totally turned on to God, her and, her and uh, you know, my father read, man, we seen a change in them, but we were, I was already in my 20s. Mm. But man, just watching the change that was taking over them Man, it, it caught our, it caught my attention. Yeah. I noticed this, they weren't the same, yeah. and uh, they began to pray for us. Mm. I mean, and that's what set things off. Was it started off with them being the first fruit of the family, yeah. them and your your great grandmother Gloria, you know, just started praying for us, and and prayer prayer caught up to us. Mm. And I remember just giving my life to the Lord, and and this scripture just comes to my heart is just, man, I, I became addicted mm. to Jesus Christ. I became addicted to, to growth. I became addicted to, to wanting to, to, to be everything that I could be for God. Mm. And I knew that in doing so that I would save, you know, at the time only had you, mm -hmm. but that man, I knew that God, my children are not going to know the life that I've known without you. They're yeah. never going to know a day without you. And that was one of the things that drove us was that we didn't want you guys to have our testimony. I refused yeah. for you to ever feel what I had felt. And that's what caused your mother to get saved was yeah. you know, me dragging her home from a party one night and, you know, the babysitter left and she was just standing in your room at three in the morning, you know, just telling God she, she didn't want you to be like her, mm -hmm. you know? And so there has to be something that sets off a catalyst for change, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? And I think that as parents, if you're a parent and you're watching this broadcast, I'm telling you, I've raised my children with this deep understanding that the greatest gift that you can give to your mm -hmm. children, to your family is what? A worthy example. A worthy <laughs> example. It's yeah. you doing the best that you can do, yeah. amen, to show them a right life, what God's word says in action and I mean how did that help you guys as far as with the way that your mother and I you know because we didn't always do things right yeah you know our hearts were yeah but there were times when we blew it yeah you know to where the example wasn't the best example what what did we do how did we handle our mistakes in front of you that caused you to to step towards what was right or or to be able to receive from mm -hmm. us because you know families aren't perfect. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think a worthy example doesn't mean perfection. Yeah. It doesn't. It means <clears throat> how do you handle, you know, the part you have flesh. I mean, you have, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And the way that you guys did it, and I, it doesn't mean perfection. I think that that's like a lot of people are oh, taking a breath right now, like, okay, great. Because yeah, yeah. you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Yeah. But you guys always made sure that if there was a mistake, if there was an attitude, if there was, okay, well, maybe what I said was right, but in the way I said it was incorrect. Now, there wasn't sin. It wasn't yeah. sin yeah, issues. It was just yeah. not talking about sin issues. You always came to us, whether it was for a group, like we witnessed it as a group mm. or whether it was individually, yeah. and you guys apologized. You're yeah. very, you know, humility was there. Yeah. And you made sure that it was the same thing even towards us. When we had a disagreement where we were arguing, I mean, I remember, and I remember hating this, <laughs> but it works. The like hugging. you would make us go to the room and you would, all three of us kids, and you would say, you guys are old. You made it about our relationship yeah. with God in yeah. our heart. And you would be like, go to the room. You guys, mom, I always remember mom doing this too. Yeah. She like, you guys are going to pray together. And you don't want to pray with someone when you're mad at them. But yeah. when you'd pray, you can't be mad praying. And you have to hold and hands you have to hold while hands, you're praying Give each, each other, other a hug. Give each other, you know. And you would do that to us because that's what you, you would have us do that because that's what you modeled to us. Yeah. If you guys made a mistake, you'd apologize, mm -hmm. you know, give us a hug. Yeah. We prayed together, you know. I can even think of instances when there was... Um, true hurts, you know, mm -hmm. that happen where someone mm -hmm. truly did something incorrect and yeah. wrong. And it's like we came together as a family. We prayed, yeah. asked for forgiveness and took communion. It was like, mm -hmm. because it's what you showed us. So I think yeah. that that's really what yeah. stands out to me. And that that's something to be, it's something to respect and that's something that's to want. So for me, it didn't matter. Your humanity didn't make me um, feel like, well, I can't listen to you now. Yeah. Or I don't respect you because you're human. Like, yeah. So for me, that wasn't an issue like that. It yeah. was like, well, yeah, but this is how you apologize. So yeah. I remember that approach more than the mistake. I can't even yeah. think of the mistake, yeah, but I knew how we handled yeah. the aftermath. Yeah, I would probably say the same thing, that you were never to, like, it didn't matter that you were a pastor or yeah. that, you know, you had all these years of, you know, being with God. It was always that if you knew that you messed up, you would always come, you and mom would always come and you would tell us, I'm sorry. And I think that's a really big deal because you have people who um, their parents could have gone to church their whole lives that they know, or you have people in the world, they can't say sorry to their yeah. kids because it's, no, I am the adult. I'm above that. I shouldn't have to. But that's not what Christ tells us. We come to yeah. each other and we humble ourselves. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, I think seeing that as an example when we were younger, it really helped me because um, I feel like if you didn't do that, it would kind of give me whiplash. Like yeah. just, just and not just think yeah. about it. like yeah. you know just being like well you mess up all the time and then I'm like why would why would I want to listen to you yeah if that's, you're, and that's what happens to and people a lot of, and a lot of people get hurt because they can't humble themselves before their themselves before their children and then tell them I'm sorry I messed up because then that kid thinks that this is normal yeah and then they're gonna repeat that cycle or they're gonna be very um, angry towards their parents because yeah. their parents yeah. never taught them and they never it, there's just a lot of tension and things yeah. that come happen. And I love that that's something that we never, um, that you were always quick to to teach us yeah. and to show us. And you weren't afraid of using um, yourselves as an example. Yeah. Or, but And also you showed us other examples from other people. So Yeah, yeah you, you know, because <clears throat> you don't have to make all the mistakes yourself. You can yeah. learn from other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From others. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite way to learn. Yeah. It, it is. It's the easiest way. And, you know, and, and the thing is that, you know, 
what should be common and what should be the normal in a Christian home is that there shouldn't be a double standard. Yeah. There shouldn't be a do what I say, not what I do. Um, And I think that's a challenge sometimes because people see folks behaving one way when they're at church or around other Christians and then they, they live a different life at home and then they wonder why the family Mm. doesn't experience what should be experienced as a Christian family. Yeah. And for us, like you said, we, we might have made mistakes. There's a difference between sinning and mistakes. Yeah, Our true. mistakes were attitude, yeah. you know. Not uh, short with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was, you know, flesh, not, not you know, going out and, and committing sin. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is that we owned our mistakes mm-hmm. and we didn't continue to practice mistakes. Yeah. You know, we, we used every opportunity yeah. to grow from it. You know, I would always bring you guys to the word and say, this is what the word says. This is what's normal. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, you know, it, it set us up as a family to where, you know, it's normal to where, you know, for you guys, you guys were raised to know that, man, you you be quick to forgive people. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were raised to understand the value of the word, that the, <clears throat> that the word isn't something that you run to when things are in trouble. The word is something that you go to every day, yeah. that it's the foundation for your life. And what God says in his word is what should be, you know, uh, displayed, you know, in front of you. And and I think that it's through those things that people lay up mm-hmm. that, you know, you're laying up a legacy. Yeah. You know, it's you living your life in a way to where if you're gone, what you've done is going to remain. Mm-hmm you know, inside of, you know, uh, those whose lives that God's blessed you to be able to have an effect on it. Um, What would you say to someone today? We, you know, we got a little bit of time left. What would you say today to someone that uh, maybe the normal has been chaos? Mm -hmm. You know, what is the quickest, you know, short advice that you can give someone right now (laughs) to say, hey, this is how you you, you have a new day. This Mm -hmm. is how you could reset things to where you can be the first fruit of normal. Um, I would say that be thankful that we live in a time and age where we have so much um, just things ready for us that we can use. Resources. Resources, yeah, exactly. Uh, We have podcasts. There are, like Alea said, it was when we were younger, we only had VeggieTales and, like, certain things. But Mm -hmm. now there's teenager things that you can show your kids. Or there's so many different types of worship Mm -hmm. and praise there's um, there's literally no excuse to say, I don't know why I can't grow. Or I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do because there are so many resources available. And everybody starts somewhere. So you're not too far gone. And you haven't made too many far mistakes that you can't get better. Yeah. And yeah. so the thing that I would say just real quick is take a step to cultivate yeah. your environment. It doesn't matter what yesterday chaos was. It doesn't matter even by the time you watch this, no matter what time of day is chaos you've already had, you can still cultivate an environment. When you walk in your house, change it by putting some praise and worship Mm -hmm. on. That is the quickest way to usher into his presence. Mm -hmm. And then do what she said. Amen. Keep doing the right thing over and over again. Amen. Mm -hmm. God bless you. Thank you for being with us. And we look forward to seeing you again here on Kingdom Concepts. 